welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Welcome listeners, welcome to the talk show for talkers. And in this episode, the focus is going to be on how to make a really, really good speech. And today, Moira O'Brien is going to address this topic in a different way than she's ever addressed it before. So you're going to hear something that might interest you in a big way. Moira, what are the key things you're going to address with us today? I am going to look at what I consider are the five key points for a good speech. Now, there are numerous things that we can talk about, and we have talked about in the past, and we will talk about in the future, about how to make a really good speech. What I've done is just to take five tips that I think are the most important things of getting a really good speech. So let's look at them. The five things I'm going to tell you about are this, the opening grab, great structure, great eye contact, callbacks, and call to action. They're five key things. Opening grab. How do we get the audience's attention? There are many ways of doing this, but the one that I like best is that you say something which is maybe startling or with a big question mark at the end of it that makes the audience want to hear more. A good example of this, though I have to tell you it is not true, is something like this. There are more people alive today than have ever lived. Just think about that. Well, in point of fact, that's not true. <laughs> there are apparently about 90 billion people have lived forever and with only 7.7 or 7.8 billion on this world, on this earth at the moment. But it doesn't matter. Uh, it was used in an op- as an opening to a speech and it got the audience to really sit up and think and pay attention to what came afterwards. So get a good, a really good opening grab to get your audience's attention. And once you've got their attention, then it's much easier to keep their attention. If you lose their attention in the first 15, 20, 30 seconds of a speech, then you're going to struggle from then on. Because no matter how good your speech is, how interesting it is, you've lost half your audience They're going to be looking at their phone. They're going to be looking at their watch. They're going to be looking at the door, whatever. Next, having a good structure. We learn this, don't we, in our education. We learn how to put a speech together with an opening, with an introduction, tell them what you're going to tell them, and then the middle bit, which is tell them what you want to tell them, in usually after a short speech in three distinct parts. Threes are good. We know this. Threes make sense. With good transitions between one segment and the next. And then a conclusion. Okay, so that's the standard structure. Why should we use it? Because <laughs> it works. You know, it's not, it's not something that we just picked out of the air. It's something that has been built up over the 95 years of Toastmasters, It's tried and tested, so use it. Next, this could be one of the most important bits of maintaining good audience connection, eye contact. Now, let's forget about Zoom and online 
for the moment. Let's just talk about the good old days when we could stand in front of an audience of people and actually talk face to face. How do we do good eye contact? Well, there is a rule of thumb here. Now, you can do this a number of different ways. The, the way I like to do it is say, divide my audience into three. I've got uh, people on the left, I've got people in the middle, and I've got people on the right. And I may choose a particular person or a number of uh, particular people in each segment of the audience. And I will speak to and keep my eyes connected to one of those individual people for at least three seconds. Why three seconds? Well, it doesn't matter how many seconds, really, but it wants to be a period of time where you have connected and you've stayed connected with that individual. Not this sweeping from left to right, as many people do, and think that's good audience eye contact. It's not. You actually have to lock your eyes with a person for a significant period of time, at least three seconds. Well, three seconds is the minimum. And you do that with the next person and the next person. And you make sure that in doing so, you're covering the whole of the room, even the back of the room and the front of the room to vary it. Get that good eye contact. You keep the audience's attention because each individual person in that audience thinks he's talking to me or she's talking to me. Callbacks. A nice, even nice is a horrible word, but a good thing to do at the end of your speech when you're just beginning to wind it up, is to refer back to your earlier statement. What you said at the beginning of your speech when you were introducing the subject. What does that do? It sort of ties things together, doesn't it? You've told them what you're going to tell them, you've told them, and now you tell them what you told them. And the easiest way of doing that is to refer back to your opening speech where I said I was going to give you five key points to be a good speaker in this segment. And that's exactly what I've done. I've given you the five. Actually, I've only given you four so far, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Use that callback. And that's a specific callback. Callbacks are good generally anyway, because they bring the attention of the audience to something that they know, something that's already happened. But in this case, it, the something that's happened is something that you told them at the beginning. And my last item is a call to action. Now, some people will say this is the most important bit of your speech. And you may be right. Why a call to action? Well, what happens? What happens when somebody comes along and says, now go out and think about what you are going to do about whatever the subject of your speech is? That makes the individual think about how they're going to reference this speech in their own life. And hopefully that's going to give them a takeaway, which is actually going to be something of use to them. So it is a very good idea always to have a call to action at the end of your speech. It's certainly not a bad thing to have a call to action, which is maybe not as um, grabbing as it might be. It's better to have a call to action like that than not to have a call to action at all. That rounds up my five key points. So let's just go over them quickly. A, an opening grab statement that gets your audience to sit up and pay attention to you. Have good structures to your speech that makes it easier for the audience to follow. 
maintain that good eye contact at a significant period of time with each person. In digital terms, that means looking at the camera, as I'm doing now. Have a call back to your opening grab at the end of your speech and let's have a good, sincere call to action, which makes people think about how they can refer your speech content and your speech value to their own life. Gentlemen, can I pass the baton over to you two? Yes, I, I like that one about a grab at the start of your speech. Ones that I like to do myself more, which I find effective as well, hands up those of you who have. Yes. So you get people are a nice way to start the speeches. I wish you were here with me. Yeah. Before yeah. you go into what the story was. Straight away yes. gets people eager to know exactly where we should have been. Yes. I like that one. Yes. You know, but yep. one that I do find effective, and you may have noticed I've used it on several occasions. Hands up, those of you who, you yep. know, yep. in one of my more recent speeches, I, agree. That's what I, I asked the question, how many of you have had the test? And some people said to me after, we didn't know what test you were referring to when you said that. But that was the whole point, because as far as I was concerned, if you're asked that question, particularly in the environment that we're living in, there is only one test, <laughs> and that's the COVID test. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. You know? Paul, you uh, made a couple of comments in the, the chat. Would you like well, to stand upon them? Sticking with the point Ted been talking about and you've been talking about, Moira, what is a good way to grab an audience's attention? It's not important to pay attention to me. <laughs> now, there is an example of a way of beginning which is shocking. Yes. Another alternative is, will the guy at the back turn off his mobile phone and stop texting my wife? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> the variety of yeah. Yeah. ways of catching your audience. Yeah. I love TEDs, you know, hands up all those. It just happens to discriminate against people who don't have hands. And I've got some reservations about that in an equal opportunity organization. But, you know, everyone to their own uh, thing. But I do like the way in which Ted mimed the action that he wanted his audience to take. This is very considerate for those who are partially sighted. Or did I say partially hard of hearing, rather? Hard of hearing. <laughs> so to say, you know, lift your hands. Would the gentleman at the back please <laughs> lift his hand? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very good. His hand out of his pocket. Yes, I'm talking to you. Take your hand <laughs> out of your pocket and lift him. The uh, variety is great fun. Yeah, it is. It is. How come good old Abraham Lincoln said four score and ten? We don't know that he put up four fingers. In fact, we know for certain that he would have been silly if he did because there were thousands of people there and how many people could count his fingers? Just the people in the front row. But you remember all the story in the life of Brian? What did he say? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. More chocolate fingers, I think. <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant. 
Yeah. Okay, folks. Uh, I think we should gingerly bring this uh, episode to a sweet close. That's and a callback, Ed. That's a callback. Yeah, yeah. That's Number a callback, folks. <laughs> gingerly put Mara. Nice, nice. <laughs> uh, we look forward to seeing you again next week at the same time on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. More ginger biscuit. Sorry, yeah. did I get a turn there? <laughs> from our wonderful guest, Kevin O'Donovan, from myself, Moira O'Brien, from Paul Omani, and from Ted Malafi. We'll say goodbye. Bye. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website, irishtalkers.com, for more information.